Blog Talk Radio. The kids of Brook High have been getting a rotten deal from their superintendent and their school board. Uh, Saturday evening, there was a big meeting at the Moose Lodge in Wellsburg. An awful lot of concerned parents of Brook High kids got together and said, you know, we've got to do something here. Uh, because uh, the superintendent, uh, Tony Paisano, shoot or as I prefer to call her, shoot her mouth off, decided to legitimize a reckless uh, claim of uh, racism by sending a letter of apology to the Pittsburgh Public Schools over a a silly uh, non-issue. It was a sign at the football game between Brooke, a predominantly white high school, and Perry Traditional Academy, a predominantly black high school from Pittsburgh, uh, that essentially said uh, Trump Perry, and there was a uh, picture of the American flag. That's it. That's the whole thing. And yet um, there was a librarian from uh, Perry High School who said, oh, this is racist, this is terrible, because look, the name Trump is on there, and he's trying to to intimidate these black kids who are playing football, blah, blah, blah. And it would have been a non-story, except the superintendent of Brook High School decided to pour high-octane gasoline onto the fire and sent an apology, a groveling, pathetic uh, letter saying that oh, we've got to stop the bullying and this was intimidating and this has got to be a teachable moment for these kids and essentially throwing the Brook uh, kids under the school bus. It was pathetic. Anyway, at this meeting Saturday, uh, it was massive. We had well over 100 people and one of the people who was the most uh, uh, vocal and persuasive um, uh, was a, a woman named uh, Paula Dahl. And it turns out that Paula Dahl is one of the key figures in this uh, now slowly emerging movement where uh, the the parents of uh, Brooke uh, kids are kind of coalescing into an organization. It's still at the embryonic stage, but she seems to be one of the key players. So I thought, well, let's start by talking with her. Let's learn from her, see what caused her to get to this stage and where this movement might be going. So I've got an exclusive interview right now from uh, Brook County, West Virginia, um, a uh, Brook County um, a high school uh, parent. Uh, her name is Paula Dahl. So Paula, welcome to One Dimitri Radio. How you doing? Hi, thanks. How are you? Great. Boy, you really stirred up the crowd last night. You were so impassioned. To tell the listeners, please, why you are so amped up about this whole issue. Well, um, I first want to start off by saying um, this isn't the sign. It's not political by nature. In nature, it had no ill intent. Um, I want to say that, you know, as a county, as people of America, we are very patriotic. Um, We have, you know, putting all parties aside and all political sense aside, just we are patriots in all meaning of the word. Um, You know, if you look at our county in the state, we have the highest number of people serving as well as the highest number of people that have been lost in battle. So whenever whenever anyone waves the flag or they're wearing red, white, and blue, it's not to intimidate. You know, it's not to play into fears of other people that they may have. It is a simple display of our American pride, our Brook County pride. It's respect for this country and the leaders of all the parties that are involved. 
So I just wanted I just wanted to put that out there because this had no political intent whatsoever. All right. Were you at the um, football game between Brook High, the Mighty Bruins, and uh, Perry Traditional Academy? The yeah, Cumbers? I. Yeah, I actually, I was at that game. It was one of the one of the few games that I was able to go to. Um, my daughter was participating in an event there, so yeah, I was actually I was there. And did you see any trouble of any type between the players or the fans of Brook and Perry? No, absolutely not. Absolutely not. It was um, it was a well organized event, as of most of the football games are. There wasn't any riffraff, no problems, no like no exchanging of words that we could you know see even from the bleachers. You know, looking down, there wasn't there wasn't anything going on. Just Two teams of good kids playing ball. Um, I know the Perry team coming from Pittsburgh, they didn't have a lot of support on the other side of the field. I know the bleachers were rather empty, but that's okay. You're traveling. Yeah, we get it. You know, we cheered for their band. Their band came out with their cheerleaders and we cheered for them. They put on a great halftime show. And then our band and um, members came out and they put on their halftime show. We cheered for them as well. So there was no exchange of any type of um, bad feelings. When you first uh, heard about or maybe read the tweet from the librarian at Perry uh, saying that the sign was racist and that uh, it was appalling, and I forget the exact words that she used, uh, how did you feel about that? I thought it was ridiculous. I think um, because I I know these kids, I know the families, I know the people here, they're good people, they're not racist. I thought that's that's ridiculous. Um, You might feel that way because of the, my air quotes are flying here, the Trump name, but that doesn't mean that's what the intentions were behind that. I, I was... I was upset that somebody would think that, but you know what? Everybody's entitled to think and feel the way they want. However, this librarian, it was incorrect, your feelings. So. Okay. Now, when you read the superintendent's letter from Brook, uh, the, the Brook school system to the um, superintendent to the Pittsburgh public schools, superint- uh, superintendent Brook is uh, Tony Paisano shoot or as I call her, shoot off her mouth. Uh, how, how did you react to that letter of apology? Wow. I thought you've got to be kidding me. That, And she knows this is her student culture of which she was once a principal of. We had our students have themes by the week. It was Patriot Week. She knows these kids. She knows these families. So I was absolutely appalled that she would even issue anything other than, hey, it's our student culture. It is what it is. So for her to sit there and actually speak for the county and for the people and the students to say that, you know, they were sorry. There was nothing to be sorry for, nothing. So I was I was furious that she would do that. Um, I feel as though, you know, you need to stand behind your students, your people. You need to stand behind them and support them. And not everybody does everything right all the time. But this was a 
huge, huge mistake because there's we're getting backlash now, not only from Pittsburgh, but it's like nationally. You know, these national newspapers, they don't know nothing about our people putting things in their papers. You know, this has caused a lot of problems. She has caused these problems. I've heard uh, some of the people at the uh, big meeting at the Moose Lodge in Wellsburg on Saturday, some of the parents were saying that their kids had worn Brooke jerseys, Brooke shirts, and they went out to other parts of of the of the upper Ohio Valley, and they were getting grief. They were getting nasty comments. They were being accused of being racist. What have you heard about this? I've heard the same. I've heard um, people traveling right across the river to Ohio, which surprises me. I mean, because we do have, I feel as though we have a good relationship with our neighboring communities, such as Stephenville, um, Pittsburgh, not so. We don't, you know, have quite the relationship, I guess, with them. But, I mean, I've heard that people are going outside of the county and, you know, having racist slurs, you know, commented towards them and things to, you know, denote this from that letter that she had sent. So at the meeting Saturday, what what was really accomplished? I think it showed unity. Um, our accomplishments, you know, we showed that there is interest in this, and we do want something better for our children. You know, this isn't this isn't the first time. I mean, this isn't just somebody's big you know big mistake. There has been several accounts to where our superintendent and our board of education have failed our children. They have failed our teachers they have failed our community. So this isn't the first time. This shows unity that, you know what, it's not happening anymore. There has got to be a change, and the change has got to be for the betterment of our children's future. We will not settle for any less. Mm -hmm. So what exactly have you and other concerned parents been doing since the meeting Saturday night? Um, we have started. We have started the group. Um, it is a it's a private group on Facebook. Um, it is termed for their future, and it's for. Um, I'm sorry. Open what, what, slow, slow down. What was what was the name of this Facebook group? It's for their future. Um, previously, we had it titled Trump Shoot. Um, however, we did feel as though you know it's. It's not just about the mistake that she made. Her mistake is huge, and it definitely needs corrected. It should have been corrected as soon as it happened. But it just sets light into the root cause of the problem is that we don't have the leadership that we need to put our kids at a good high level with their education and their educational experiences. So we have formed this group to voice, you know, their concerns, their opinions, and to organize these thoughts into impact, into action, where we can take back this process and make it efficient and for our children. So how do people join this private Facebook group? How does this work? Walk me through the logistics of this thing, because... There were well over 100 people at the Moose Lodge. I'm getting thousands and thousands of views on Facebook. How can they all join this group if it's a private group? Well, um, if 
they want to <laughs> private message me, and then I'd be happy to, you know, if they have some type of affiliation with our county, I'd be happy to, you know, put them into the group. Um, the support really just, you know, letting us know that, you know, we have your support on Facebook and, you know, maybe putting in, putting set, um, putting in place some type of a page where we can show where the public can voice that support. I think those will be some good next steps because there is a lot of um, talk going around in our people, the people that are um, a part of this, they need to have that support that other people are supportive. But to join the page, I mean, lots of people, we have over 400 members now, so I'm sure there's somebody out there, if you're affiliated with Fort County, that knows you want to be a part of it, they can add you. We just simply don't want people coming in, causing problems, you know, just making it something that it's not because it is, it's for the kids. And that's where we want it to stay. Sure. Now, when they look you up on Facebook, do you go by simply Paula Dahl, D-O-L-L, or do you use your maiden name uh, as well? I use my maiden name as well. It's Paula Fodor, F as in Frank, O, D as in David, O-R, Dahl, D as in David, O-L-L. And your um, image, your picture, is it, a, is it the one that you sent me, uh, you wearing that uh, uh, sparkling uh, Brooke shirt? No, it's actually, well, it's an image of me, but I have my son in it as well. But um, Change it. Change it because that way you'll stand out more. It'd be okay. easier for people to find you. The one you sent me, I sure. think, is very, very good. And so if you change that, it'll be easier for people to to find you on Facebook and, and the, the Brooke okay. thing, absolutely. So please consider that. So um, you also had some breaking news regarding the Board of Education. Uh, at the meeting Saturday evening, someone said that the Board of Education for Brooke County uh, was so arrogant that they were going to allow only one person from the public to speak at the next board meeting and they were purposely going to hold the meeting in a room so small that it could fit only 20, 20 or 30 people, even though Brook County is enraged and everybody wants to attend this meeting and everybody wants to speak. Can you give us an overview of where we are with that? Sure. So um, when it comes to the Board of Education, like they, and this is where, again, where you find one of those failures, right? Failure to communicate and to really let the public know everything that's going on to make good decisions. They, um, their office is small, and it's been, I guess, the standard practice of theirs just to have, you know, a small agenda with focused speakers, um, I'm almost ashamed to say that I have not been that big of a part of um, a lot of the board meetings, but it is very focused with small agendas. So we wanted to reach out and say, can you please have a bigger venue? You know, we want the people that elected you, we want a larger venue so we can all hear. And respectfully, we don't all have to speak. But we do need to hear firsthand and see what's happening. So we did outreach to them. And um, at first it was said, you know, I, I, was, I personally did it. Um, I received a phone call back from the president of the board that said, yeah, we're going to move it to the Brook High Auditorium. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Slow, down. Slow, slow down. Slow down. 
You got you spoke to the president of the Brook County School Board. Is that what you said? Yes. Who is that? I spoke to him on Sunday. That's Brian Ferguson. Brian Ferguson. And what exactly did he tell you? Um, he said that he would look into my initial ask was to move the October 9th meeting to a larger venue where more people could attend. I told him anywhere between 150 to 200 people, and I think that's probably a conservative estimate. He called me back, and he said that they would be able to move it to the Brook High Auditorium. Well, that was my suggestion on Saturday. That's great. That's what, why is, this is wonderful news. So what happened then? Um, I received a phone call this morning that said, I received a phone call from Brian again, and he said, unfortunately, he was advised to keep the board meeting at the office, and that's where it'll be. And no, no reason given? No reason given. And they only will allow one person to speak from the public, the taxpayers? For, for our agenda item. I mean, uh, he said that there's other people on the agenda for other items. We're not the only ones who want to talk. So, um, But for our issue, as far as I know, one person will be our speaker. Did anyone point out to him that there's this thing called the First Amendment and that government cannot limit the people's right to exercise their, their, their freedom of speech? Um, yes, but no. I didn't say it directly, but I did I did let him know that, you know, we we've put him in that position and we're not getting what we want. So, um I'm not sure what's going to come out of it. This is still fairly fresh and fairly new. I've read on Facebook that they wanted it in the board office because Tony Shute is receiving threats. So they figure it is a more controlled environment at the board office. This Do is, I necessarily uh, believe it? No. If, if that's the case, then what they're really saying is that their own school auditorium is not secure and not uh, and not safe. If that's the excuse they're using, then what are they really saying about the lack of security, the lack of safety in their own school, the auditorium? Right. No, I agree. Yep. My goodness gracious. So what's the next uh, step? What can other people do other than get in touch with you through Facebook? And again, it's Paula Fodor, F-O-D-O-R, Doll, D-O-L-L. What else can people do at this stage to fight back against this political correctness madness, to stand up for the Brook kids, to help make positive changes in the school system, and also, you know, really to end this uh, political correctness uh, in the northern panhandle? Wow. Um, well, you know, there's a lot that people can do, and they can start by by taking it in their own four walls and talking about it um, amongst their kids themselves. And that people, um, I, I mean, it, it's huge. It's huge that people can do. If you want to show direct support, call our board office. Um, call the West Virginia State Board Office and voice your feelings. You know, 
any type of support that can be outreached to these public figures to say, hey, this isn't fair, this isn't right, these people deserve to be heard, these kids deserve better, these teachers deserve better. Uh, put it out there. Any support is appreciated. Okay, what about uh, thanking the TV stations uh, 9 and 7 for covering this meeting? Do you think that would be a good idea as well? Oh, it's all absolutely. Anytime whenever someone does something in your favor for support, a thank you is a thank you goes a long way. So definitely reach out to the people who are showing. And I'm telling um, our group, you know, sending out that message to the people that are, you know, beside me and going along with us with this, you know, look at the people, you know, call them, send those thank you letters, thank you. Because without the without the publicity and without the exposure, it probably would just be swept under the rug like most things. And we're not going to let that happen this time. So let's keep um, the positivity and keep the keep the movement going with a lot of just you know good wholesome tactics. All right. Now speaking of tactics, have you folks thought of organizing a letter writing campaign letters to the editor so that uh, the people throughout uh, Brook County would send uh, letters to the editor uh, expressing their disapproval of the behavior of the school board and also the superintendent and that uh, that demanding an apology or whatever it happens to be. Have you thought of organizing that, getting people together over some coffee or whatever, writing two or three little, you know, a couple hundred words uh, letters to the editor of all to all the newspapers in the upper Ohio Valley as well as into Pittsburgh. Yeah, those are all. That's a very good suggestion, and I think um, as we've as we begin to go through the process, I think that's definitely something that we can you know look further into and in organizing, like you suggested, a smaller group and writing these letters to get it out so everyone is aware that she did not speak for us. Absolutely. In no way, shape, or form. Okay. Um, has anyone thought at this stage of contacting the American Civil Liberties Union now that the uh, Brook County school system is denying you your First Amendment rights to speak on this issue? In fact, essentially blocking you out from even coming to the meeting other than maybe 20 or 30 people. And my guess is that the board has already orchestrated it so that 20 or 30 people will all be supporters so that nobody who's an opponent will even be allowed into the meeting. Has, has anyone kicked around the idea that I proposed of contacting the ACLU? Yeah, we've actually, um, there's a couple of people that are looking further into it, as well as um, other resources that we can use as far as you know, legal advice, as well as contacting the State Board of Education and letting them know the problem within as well. So there's a lot of ideas that are being kicked around and just really trying to focus in on which one is the best fit for what we need. Now the game uh, is on, I think this next game is Friday, and that'll be against uh, Parkersburg South, is that right? Correct. Okay. Well, um, I know we discussed this at the big meeting Saturday. Um, do you think that it would be a good idea to encourage everyone, parents and children, to each bring a sign saying Trump Parkersburg South with an American flag? Well, we actually, we, we discussed that on our site, and 
um, consensus, but we want to keep it. We people know people know we're ticked. It's not about the sign. Like the sign is just a symptom to the problem. Mm-hmm. So we want to we we just want the message to get through that no more of this bad leadership is going to be tolerated. So so if you want to make a sign and if that's something that you're passionate about and it's respectful, make the sign. But if if you feel as though, you know, this is the sign is just a symptom and we need to really get deeper into the problem, then just be that support and come to the meetings and say, yes, I want better for my kids. It's not just at a football game. It's not just at an event, a sporting event. It is the education and bringing your body and yourself and your voice and your thoughts. That's how we're going to make change. We want positive change. Okay, now, are you going to hold another meeting? Um, hopefully, hopefully, yes, we will. Um, it'll, hopefully, after the ninth, um, thinking like some people maybe getting together prior to just to discuss things. Um, our representative that will be speaking for us, making sure that he has everything that um, will be represented as part of you know what we have heard. And you know after that meeting, then having a board meeting, and then see what comes from the board meeting. What actions can we take, if any? Do we have to take any? Maybe shoot, we'll do the peaceful thing, the respectable thing, and step down without this going too much further. And then maybe the Board of Education will look at themselves and say, hey, maybe we need to um, step down as well and get some fresh people in with fresh ideas outside of this county mm-hmm. to really start for impact. Now, what about holding a meeting before uh, is it October 9? Is that when the Board of Education meets? Yes. Okay. What about holding a meeting before to organize people to say, okay, let's all go to the board meeting, and when they shut us out, we will stand in the parking lot with signs protesting and screaming shame, 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 anything like that to help get the word out and, and invite all the media here in the tri-state area to, to, to take a look at this. Uh, what about something like that? Um, well, I think if people have the time for a meeting and something, you know, in that nature, that would be good. But I think with the technology that we have today, you know, organizing things, you know, virtually is a really good option for us at this time. Um, any type of organization, I mean, if we can pull things together and and bring it in short notice, you know, we will. We'll do whatever we need to do to keep the ball rolling. This isn't going away. We we definitely want to see change from this. Okay. Now, Paula uh, uh, Foder-Dahl, uh, Foder, F-O-D-O-R, uh, Dahl, D-O-L-L, you're on Facebook. Is there by any chance, have you set up a phone number, maybe a track phone or something, so people could also contact you by phone? Um, well, if they want to private message me and let me know what they want to discuss, I'd be happy to um, – outreach to them. Okay, great. That's great. And is there any other way people can reach you or other key members of your new organization? Oh, I think that Facebook is the best way at this time. Um, If there is 
you know, concerns or shares ideas or thoughts, you know, private message us and we'll we'll address things and get to All right. comments. Now, now Paula, uh, before um, I turn you loose, I need to ask you this. Is there any other question I should have asked you that could have an impact that people who care about protecting the uh, Brook kids, standing up for the Brook kids, uh, would want uh, to know? Did I did I cover every base with you, or did I miss something? Because if I did, you need to correct me right now. No, I, I don't think you've missed anything. Um, I think any of this is this. It's hard because you know people feel different ways, and people people have different feelings towards towards it. Some of people are like, "Oh, don't worry about it; it'll go away." Some people are very um, vigilant and are really driving. No, this has to change for this reason and things. So, I mean, I just want everybody to understand that it's okay that we feel different. Um, it's okay. It's okay that. Um, Megan, it's just okay that we feel different about it, and we can pull together. We can make positive change for everybody around, and and just have it have it be still a good community. Don't let this come between your friendships and things, because it's um together is where we have to be with it. How many kids do you have in the Brook schools? Um, last time I heard counting our pre-K program. No, 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 You, Paula okay. Dahl. How many kids oh, do how many you have? have? Yeah. Do I have any? Yeah. I have three. Well, I have two now, but I have three. How are they handling this? Um, my youngest, it doesn't know. I don't think anything about it. Um, and then my middle child who is in middle school, um, she has she's she has voiced some things about it, and um, she said, you know, she shouldn't have write the letter to begin with. But yeah, you know, it could be partially, um, you know, influenced from what is said within our four walls. <laughs> so, I mean, I think that I think that the kids are handling it. I don't think it's causing any type of undue stress on anyone at this point. Good, good, good. Is there anything else that we can do here at One Dimitri Radio using Blog Talk Radio, using Facebook Live, using SoundCloud, anything else to uh, to help the people of Brook County stand up for their kids? Um, well, geez, you guys have been so helpful already and really provided a good base and foundation to get things started and um, the suggestions that you provide to keep the ball rolling that has been wonderful as well. So um, that support in those ways is, um, is it's just much appreciated. So. Well, Paula Foder-Dahl, uh, Paula, P-A-U-L-A, Foder, F-O-D-O-R, and Dahl, D-O-L-L, you've been terrific. I appreciate it greatly. People can get in touch with you through Facebook, message you, ask to join this private group to stand up for the kids of Brook County. And anything else that we can do to help, just say the word, okay? Thank you. We appreciate it. All right. Paula Dahl, you have a great day, and we'll talk with you again soon. Thank you. Bye-bye.